Hey there, guys. Welcome to 8mm Dissection, part two of Silent Hill. The movie, after the video game, doesn't follow the lore worth of shit. Kind of borrows some characters from some different stories. But man, you know what? Despite all that, it came together pretty fucking good. So, here's the second half, so you can get the fucking conclusion. And it's a, it's a doozy of a conclusion, folks, so fucking sit tight. And uh, get some pork sandwiches ready, because uh, I feel like that would just pair nicely with this. And maybe like a, a case of Heineken. Fuck yeah. Enjoy. So they get to the hotel. They find the hotel. Um, uh, we cut to Chris before they get to the hotel. Do we? Mm. Indeed. Uh, we go back with Chris, and he gets kicked out of the crime scene. Oh, gotcha. And as, because <clears throat> they're like, I can't remember why. I think I think it's mostly connected to like his, you know, kind of emotional connection to the whole thing and how he kind of freaked out. He's like, I could smell her. I could smell her. And, yeah, he's like, you know, he took off to... his face mask in this area that he was supposed to be wearing one and. They're just like, he's a liability at this point. So they're just kicking him off the scene. And, of course, he protests, but, you know, is what it is. So they kick him off. They walk him back to his car. Right? Yeah. And he's like, all right, you just need to... Oh, as he's walking away, uh, he tries to call out and get some records. Right? Yep. Yeah, no, and well, it's... they it's deny as him. As they're driving, as he's driving away... After he gets kicked out, he's calling. He's like, "Yeah, can I speak to the? Uh, can I get the public records or the police records for Silent Hill?" And he's like, uh, "Sir, I can't help you." He's like, "I just need to." He just gets in this big argument with this lady, and she's like, "I can't help you." Hangs up. Right. That's right. that. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of that. Yeah. So then we go back with the cop and Sharon. Yep. They uh, at the hotel. They make it to the hotel, and uh, as they walk in, they're kind of checking things out, and there's a girl there. Like, huh? Who are you? You know, you've come out to find that this is this girl's name is Anna, um, and she's in a scuffle with Dahlia. Yep, throwing rocks at her. Yep, she likes to throw rocks. Um, Costing stone. Boom, and they kind of get get them separated. And they're talking. Boom. She's uh, Anna's telling her how uh, you know Christabella keeps us safe. You know she's. Whatever the darkness, the wicked ones are there. Whatever you know, she's clearly one of these religious fanatics. She's in this cult. Yep, and um, God, who is it? Rose gets down on their level and is talking to her, and uh, it's like we're trying to find my daughter, but you know, whatever. She takes the knife right as Anna was about to grab a knife. She's like, and I'm keeping this. And it's this fucking like big ass kitchen knife, like. Meanwhile, the cops also looking around. And yeah, checking things out. Um, <clears throat> and she find the cop. Find, Sybil finds the uh, those weird mustache things or whatever we call yeah, them. A pile of whatever those yeah, little these wooden yeah. advertising things. Wooden nickel lookalikes, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's looking and she sees uh, the mailboxes. Wannabes would have been a better term, not lookalikes. Yeah. One uh, eleven has uh, room one eleven. The only thing with anything in yeah. its inbox. What's in it again? What's, What's the thing cobwebs? A drawing. Yep. What's the drawing of? The church. Oh, yep. 
It's got the the big church symbol on. Yeah, because yeah, because they she then they see the uh, symbol on the floor. Like, I've seen this before. What's this? Oh, it's a, Anna says it's a symbol of our faith. Yeah. Um, goes back to the the elders of my elders of my elders. I'm like, you're fucking weird. She says that a couple of times too. I think. Yeah. Just like okay, so this entire my town like goes elders. back three generations, right? Or four yeah. generations, I guess. It's weird. So they decide, you know what? Let's fucking check this shit out. And they head up to room 111. But they don't find room 111. Why don't we cut back to Chris? Because that's when he's breaking into the police records oh, place. Oh, yep. And this is where he says Gucci. Yeah. Okay. Gucci. You want to talk about that one? Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on there. So they find the inbox, the shit in the inbox, and that's when we cut. So then we go to... Good old Chrissy Poo, and he's busting into this public records place, and uh, he he just finds a room that is full of shitty old boxes, um, and it's clearly like all the records and shit they could gather from Silent Hill. Yep. And uh, he just grabs a few random boxes, and about the third box, conveniently, out of like probably about a hundred boxes, he finds some such stuff on Chief Gucci or whatever position he had. And then also finds a picture of Alessa in the same folder. He's like, ah, I got what I fucking needed. Amazing. And that's pretty uh, much the end of that. He calls the, uh, uh, Tulsa County Orphanage because he wants to figure it out because he figures out that's where, uh, because that's where they got, uh, Sharon. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to be like, okay, what the fuck? Because this looks like a, like, straight up, they look so similar. They're like, identical. Yeah. Literally. They are. Um, but yeah, so he calls the orphanage and star. He gets the address for the orphanage. Um, and he, that's his scene. Yep. So now they're looking for room 111. Okay. And there is no such room. Yep. They, they find nothing until, oh, suddenly, Rose is like, fuck this painting. I don't like this painting on this wall. I think this painting is it. Yep. Cuts the painting open. Oh, look. Room 111 is behind What's the up? painting. There's a door back here. My secret little door. It's so adorable. I've always wanted a secret door. So they go through the secret door. Of course they do. And uh, they're looking around. It's a weird little room. And they're like, Sybil's like, hey, look at this. There's a big hole in the wall to this other building. So they hop across. They just hop the little gap that there is. And Anna's with them at this point, by the way. Yes. Anna's stuck They're taking Anna with. Dahlia stayed behind. Yep. Dahlia just does whatever she wants. Yeah. She's a dirt woman. Yep. As we discussed. So now they're in a new building, uh, and they spot the girl again. So they're looking, they're looking, they're looking, and uh, suddenly Sharon catches up to her a little bit, and then Rose. Uh, er, yes, sorry. So at this point of my notes, I called Rose Sharon for a solid page and a half, and then went back to correct myself because I was like, oh, I'm gonna forget, and I still fucking forgot, even though I corrected myself. I made like a little quota symbol, be like, as soon as I see this again. Switch back because everything in between there, I have Sharon and Rose fucked up. Uh, so yeah, Rose, excuse the fuck out of me, tries to coax this little Sharon lookalike girl out. Um, she ends up venturing. Uh, well, they chase her, and there's like this pit in the middle of this room, um, and she's like on the opposing side of the pit. Again, a likeness to the beginning of the movie. Yep. Um, and so she has to start crawling across the wreckage and shit that's strewn across this pit, uh, trying to make her way over. She's just like, just stay there. I'm coming to you. Everything's going to be fine. Because, again, she's, it still looks like, yeah. I mean, in the very least, it's just a living Alessa. Yeah. Um, so 
She starts making her way across, has a bit of a perilous uh, moment, but it ends up coming back as as you would expect. Um, she gets over, and the girl's crying, and then uh, she stands up, and then her arms are out, and she's like, "Look at me, I'm burning," and like her arms just start on fire. Yep, she just t- goes into flame, just burst into fucking flame, um, and then. Suddenly, Rose wakes up from like a hallucination. Like yep. the whole thing was suddenly she's on the other side. There was never any child in the first place. And uh, follow that shit up. What happens um, with the cop and Anna? So the cop and Anna end up. They look for uh, Sharon. That almost sorry, sounds Rose. like a delicious flavor of ice cream. Cop and Anna. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds like banana flavored ice cream. Again, doesn't it sound good? Like cappuccino banana. I don't know about the cappuccino part. Capanana? Caramel. I mean, I was trying to work with what I had for for words. Cap. 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 You could just change that into an A. Capanana. Cap. (sighs) So, the Capanana. Ice cream. End up getting to the same room that Sharon's in. Or Rose is in. But they're on the opposite side, clearly, of that pit. So, she's like... Rose, how'd you get over there? Huh. Well, here, take this. Boy, this is something. They hand her a big metal uh, cable, check it out, make sure, and clearly the cop should have tried to, you know, been there in the first place, been like, instead of hopping over, let's just use this and just go. <laughs> yeah, right. Clearly, she's the idea person of the yep. group. Uh, Rose well, doesn't think oh, very oh, far oh, ahead. Neither does, well, I mean, Sybil doesn't after a certain point anyway. Move that shit just attack oh, closer. Sorry, I just, I shouldn't have been leaning back. <laughs> All four on the floor, boys. Oh, fuck off. That's <laughs> over Nolte. That fucking library cunt. Uh, what was her name? Because there was Miss uh, uh, Miss Pishner. That's the one. No, the other one was the worst one. Is Pishner. Pishner had the curly fro. I'm talking about the old, old lady. Oh, no. Pishner was always the one I had the issues with. Oh, man. She was the library cunt to me. The old, the old, old lady. She came in later, though, didn't she? I don't know. She, too, was a cunt, though. The only lady in that entire fucking was, place was the the little tiny one that was like the book checkout lady. Yeah. There was the little one, and then there was uh, Miss Bergmark. I don't even know who that is. She had the blonde yellow hair like this. Hmm. She's she was super nice too. Fucking library Nazis. Yeah, God. They were the fucking worst. You're actually in there trying to get a book. Do you have a hall pass? You're supposed to encourage me to get this shit. Can fuck I learn? off. Go fuck yourself. Right. Jesus. Like if I'm in here doing homework, clearly. Like, what do you think? I'm not Brandon. I'm not in here looking up fucking hente. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm not Christ. skipping class to come do homework. Not on I mean, Facebook. I mean, I did. I skipped class a couple times because I wanted to finish my homework, but. But I usually wasn't hanging out in the fucking library. Right? If I'm in the library, it's because I needed to use something in the library. Which was probably a computer anyway. Yeah. Because the, their book section was just awful. Man, I wish the lab had been better for like the early part of my high school. Because the labs were useless until like my senior year. All the computer labs were just dog shit. Oh, yeah. And suddenly they started to get, like, a bunch of really nice IMAXs. Like, some of the fucking, like, they had a 27-inch model that was bigger than this in a couple yeah, of Yeah, they rooms. just had like, a couple of them. Christ. I know they had a couple at that booth, the the photo editing station uh-huh. or the video editing station up there, which was nice, but... dope. No. Um, Pieces of shit. Anyway. But, yeah. So, they're... Uh, 
Um, let's see. She does the old Tarzan, swings around the pit. She's now with Coppinana, the ice cream. Yep, and uh, all of a sudden, the, these birds start flying all, all over the place. And uh, Anna goes, we need, the darkness is coming. We have to get out of here. Le- Seems like a really short interval between the darkness. Oh, yeah. Like, it all it also doesn't seem like there's nighttime. There's just daylight and darkness. Yeah, I and think that's what is it like is. darkness is like 10 minutes. I don't know. Or it's eternal daylight, and it's just whenever they want dark, it's the darkness comes. Um, so she, uh, they all start fucking flooring it. I was like, we need to get to the church. Or Anna's saying that. Scat! Yeah. And then, you know, the birds are flying. The birds are flying. They make it out to the main strip before the sirens go off. Um, and she's like, the church isn't far. Let's go. Come on. And they start just booking it. They get to the church. Uh, they're running through a graveyard first and the sirens are just blaring. And then, um, Rose looks at the top of the, sees the church and she looks at the top and there's the church from the drawing because sure of enough. that religious symbol, which I don't know how she didn't put that though, two and two together, seeing the uh, religious symbol and the symbols on the floor. Right. Like, because it does pop up a couple of times before they ever make it to the church. Oh yeah, like when she got the picture with the church at the hotel. Yeah. And then there's the symbol on the floor that they're like, "What's this about?" Like they brought to mention of it. So they see that whatever, and uh, they're they're running, they're running, they get to the stairs, and this, it's a, I mean, it's a pretty impressive church. Not gonna lie. It is a nice looking church. Yeah, I just like those stairs, man. It's classy, the whole thing. Um. Despite being what it is. <laughs> So yeah, they're they're looking and the darkness is kind of getting in closer and sirens are actually coming from the church and uh, all of a sudden masses of these like ba- one step above the dirt woman start, just barely yeah they just start running in and uh, like she's the homeless of the homeless yeah they're running into the church you know they're running past or whatever like we gotta go we gotta go. And They're the, all fucking terrified getting in the church. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, and Rose is still kind of just like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, Dahlia comes in real quick, mm. grabs her, and she's like, don't go in. Um, they're, uh, they're wolves and sheep's closing, and uh, you'll fall into their ways or something and like that. She has that. some very specific rhetoric she blows out that's yeah. like, you know, it, it's a lot to take in really quickly. But yeah, essentially she's just saying, you know, these people are full of lies and don't follow them. Yeah, you know, don't don't don't, don't do what they're they're wanting you to do. They they feed their own to the darkness. I think is something that she yeah, says too. Something like that. They sacrifice their own, something like that, some to that effect. Um, but they blow her off eventually. Um, Anna throws a rock and hits Dolly in the head. She pulls a stone out of the stairs. And hits well, her. yeah. Before that happens, uh, Sharon does tell Dahlia that she's seen Alessa, uh, yep. and that's when the darkness finally falls, and um, the lady's got the rock at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So the cop flicks on her light. The world, of course, is melting around them again, and you know, ladies out. So they just fucking run to the church, um, and out of nowhere, good old pyramid head. This is what I was thinking, cause um. Dahlia is uh, Alyssa's mother, um, and when after she gets the rock thrown, uh, the Sybil and uh, Rose start taking it off up the stairs, and Anna's still kind of just stand back there, kind of looking at her real quick, and Dahlia just kind of like grabs something out of her hair, it looks like, and just kind of go like points at Anna, 
and literally like with those melting of the floors and stuff like that pyramid head just morphs behind her and you just hear these screams then as it shows uh Sybil and Rose at the top of the stairs and Pyramid Head's walking up holding Anna and one hand and she's like ha, ha, choking. She's got her by the throat. Yeah. yeah. Um he one hand rips her clothes off and like, oh God, no. And this scene is fucking brutal. So brutal. He literally just grabs her chest and just rips all of her skin off like exactly how he just ripped it or her clothes off. Yeah, and like you can see it when he first grabs her, her skin just turns like bloody on the inside, like and he just, just rips everything off and flings it away. Like he throws it at the door as fucking Rose and Anna yeah. are just barely making and the cop lady are just barely making it through, not not Anna. Yeah, they they make it in and it's it's fucked. Like Oofta. <laughs> They're sprayed with blood. Her fucking skin carcass just falls to the ground. Yeah, that was one of the most brutal fucking things. I gotta say, one of my favorite things about this is just the uniquity that comes along with the monsters themselves. Yeah. Like, they're just so different from anything you see in any fucking other horror movie. Like, this, you, you think of the typical American slashers, and they're all kind of the same basic platform, you know? Freddy, Jason, Michael, Pinhead, they all kind of run along the same lines. People <laughs> even, who are, even just how they appear, they're just... The only one that I say would say wouldn't fit that is Freddy Krueger, just because he's uh, he was the only one to be an asshole to begin with and not a victim in the beginning. That's know? true. But, I mean, in, in the same way, though, once they are the bad guy... They all sort of have the same motif to them. Yeah, and, just kill. I mean, if anything, later on, uh, I would say Pinhead's probably the the least suiting of those of those four there. But but still, yeah, these guys are all just they, they don't have that general slasher look, and they don't they're not just like another werewolf or fucking vampire or any of that. It's just it's so rare you get a good monster, man. We, yeah. we talked about this when we got Jeepers Creepers in here. It was just such a, it was just the rare experience of they had a great fucking monster on their hands. And in this movie, they have a, a good number of cool fucking monsters. Yeah. Like they don't really do much for the majority of the movie with the exception of Pyramid Head, but it's still really badass cuz they're just the way they move, the way they look, the whole thing is yeah. just so different from most monsters you see out there. It, it's fucking awesome. I gotta oh, give them kudos for that. Um, so they get inside the church though, um, and every the masses turn around. And they're like, "Witch, witch, burn the witches!" Like at Rose and uh, Sybil, mm. and you know, just giving them shit the whole time. They're like, Haters. "Oh." <laughs> They get though they start charging her right away. Yeah, and uh, they they grab her net her necklace of share of yeah Sharon, rip it off her neck, and then Sybil's like, you know what, fuck this, boom, fires a fires her last bullet, literally last bullet. She fires it, brilliant, and uh, everybody stops and backs up, and then this is a sanctuary, <laughs> as uh, Christabella says, um. That's that's kind of it. Like you know, we'll deal with them later. But now we must pray. These ladies are histor or hysterical. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Let, yeah. let us pray. Yep. Let us pray. And then it just kind of cuts to uh, Chris. He's at the orphanage now. Mm, creepy but. praying people. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're at. Yeah, we are with Chris at the orphanage. The nun is just tucking all the little orphans into bed, uh, and getting them off to good old La La Land. <clears throat> 
So he's asking a bunch of questions about his daughter and where she came from and just try, just trying to get some info yeah. surrounding where Sharon came from. Um, and, th- and this nun lady ain't giving nothing up. She, nope. She's fucking stonewalling him hard. I mean, she's, oh, yeah. she's like, oh, like frail, but she ain't giving him fucking nothing. And then uh, bitty bang, bitty boom, Gucci shows up. He, yeah. Just just this shit starts to get a little rough. Chris is kind of, you know, he's got his arms on her shoulder. Just tell me, drummer. Ah! And boom, Gucci shows up out of nowhere. Kind of kind of breaks the whole situation. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and he tells he tells the nun she's the, uh, the nun tells her like this has to stop. This can't go any further. Which to me be- begs the question of does Gucci have something to do with this? Like you didn't catch on. No, I, I didn't oh. understand that part entirely. Okay, he knows everything that happened in Silent Hill and what's still happening. Okay, so he knows. Okay. He's the one who. I, mean, I sort of had the suspicion, but I never like I never felt it was confirmed. Well, he was. Uh, um, what is it? He was there. He was the officer who tried to get Alyssa out of the burning trap, in the thing. That's his hands are burned. Oh, right, right. Um, and he's the one who, like, the first responder. He tried to get her out. Duh, of- fucking dumb me. Yeah, I never yeah. put any of that together. You, you clearly see his face too. Yeah, no, I know that. I thought that was just supposed to be like, oh, his father looked just like him. You yeah, know, no, burned hands, man. I never put that together. I thought it was just like, like father, like son. You know, I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I skipped that completely. <laughs> I think that. I'm gonna chalk it up to watching it in two separate sections. Okay. Yeah, because his, his dad was the uh, the barber and he was the police officer. This is, also, I was surprised at how long this movie was. Yeah, it's like two hours and fifteen minutes. Two hours five. Okay, and we're probably already that on the oh, podcast. Easily, easily. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, he's there. Uh, Gucci is talking to him. Chris shows him the picture of Alessa that he found and uh, asks him if he knows this girl. And um, he's, you know, is, is this my daughter's birth mother? And Gucci's like, sir, I need you to turn around kind of thing. And he just cuffs him. Yep, and then they rest. go into this other room. Um, and now the nun's in there with him. Um, and, it, and he basically gives him this speech of, city boy, you better go home or go to jail. You know, that that's basically where it's at. He's like, you got nothing on me. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. I do too. Turd face. Mm-hmm. He, he's stupid dookie head. Um, let's see. My notes are pretty shitty right here. Oh, are they? Yeah. And well, I'm, how about you take it away then? Well, I was going to say I'm very parched. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, gotcha. Uh, well, this is when we <laughs> jump back now. Um, and you see like this kind of a wall mural that they have in this church and the, and they the, the camera's rising above that onto this platform and they come through this door and uh Christabella is asking Rose some questions you know how did she get here and you know do, what are your do, your faith asking her questions blah 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 um and eventually arrives at uh saying that the demon is the only one that knows where Sharon is and she would have to go to the darkness to find this demon, the deepest depths of the darkness to find this demon. And no one ever comes back from the darkness. So eventually she kind of convinces them, I think is how it works out. God, I can't remember entirely if it's like a convincing or if somebody helps her out. I'm pretty sure she just basically convinces uh, Christabella 
And she's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll take you to the darkness and no further. So she gets her henchmen all ready. And uh, they, they put on the suits. You know, these are the guys that have the outfits on that she keeps seeing. And so these dudes get all suited up. And there's like 12 of them or some shit like that. There's, uh, it looks like a pretty big group of dudes when they leave. Well, it's like the big Igor. It's like the big Igor looking motherfucker. Because she's, I remember them walking down the stairs specifically. Christabella's in the center. And then there's, there's like a, four two dudes. Wings. Yeah, two wings. The four dudes, uh, two dudes on each side. And then the Sybil and Sharon and the uh, Rose walking behind them. It, I mean, it looks a lot bigger, but those yeah, guys I guess are pretty it, fucking It just big. looked like a lot more people to me. <laughs> yeah, no, because uh, there's a fight scene. I literally have it written down that there's like a mob of dudes. Well, I there mean, to protect her. Five, <laughs> four, but I don't know if that's considered a mob. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so they get to the hospital um, where the darkness lays, and they stop at this map. And Christabel is like, "You better memorize this map. This could be the one thing that can save you." Yep, your memory will be the only thing that saves you once you're in the uh, uh, B one fifty one. Yeah, it's like B one fifty one. Is the room where the darkness lays. Memorize the map. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yep. Um. And then she goes into this diatribe about you know don't believe your eyes. It's gonna try to trick you. Only you only have faith down there. Again, we get back to the whole religious kind of element in this where yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. Um. Where she's saying that faith is the only thing that's gonna get you through this, and you know you, you just you can't trust your eyes. You can only trust your mind, kind of thing. Yep. Only, tr- only believing, only believe in what we've told you. Essentially, believe, believe the faith, and you'll make it through. Um, and they're getting ready. You know, they open the doors to the elevator, and they put a pipe in there. As um, Sybil tells Cher- uh, Rose, though, she's like, "They're killing you." That's what she's like. No, I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, and as they they start walking over, it's the so it's. Uh, Rose and Sybil in front of the elevators now, and the th- everyone else is there. And um, Christabel is, you know, kind of giving them the instructions, like just lead them to the basement and then take them away right away. You know, they give they give her a big old flashlight, saying, "Hey, take this. You'll they'll be drawn to it, but you won't be able to see anything without it anyway." So gives uh, Rose the flashlight, and they're standing there. And Christabel's like, "Oh, and I'm sorry, but." Um, we've lived too long as scavengers, and uh, I believe this is yours. Hands her the uh, the, the pendant, locket. the locket. Yeah, yeah that you was, see her uh, pick it up off the stairs of the church earlier. Yeah, the right as they're leaving. Yeah. Um, and she picks it up, and as she's handing it to her, the locket opens, and she sees um, a, a Sharon. She's like, "Witch, witch, Burn the witch!" Yeah, she's like, "Stop them! Don't let them go!" Um, her child is the likeness of Alessa. Like anytime there's witches involved, things just get out of yeah, hand so fast. Just freaking out. So she um really not that bad. We've done worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um there uh there's you know Rose's or Sybil goes, just go, go. And uh she's like, Don't you fucking touch her and Rose starts going and um Sybil pulls out her fucking nightstick, whatever. Like, I don't know what the combat baton is. The police now. baton, yeah. Yeah. Con- yeah, I don't know. Because they're the cool ones that, like, collapse and they're yeah, fucking yeah. steel and they got the ball on it. It's like a, like, like a car antenna, 
me and a morning star had or a mace had sex and it turned into this weird little <laughs> but it's also like one of those pointy pens that you would use for a powerpoint presentation <laughs> it's pretty badass at the end oh, it yeah. sounds ridiculous but it's pretty badass she kicks the fuck out of all four dudes like she kills one dude immediately like right Fucks at the end his like, shit as Rose is in the elevator, this guy is trying to jump in and uh, get her, and she just fucking cracks him, and it goes through his helmet, and you just see the blood, and he's the only one that completely collapses. Yeah. So now there's Christabella and three dudes, and uh, uh, Sybil just grabs the fucking uh, pipe, and she just tells Rose, like, find your daughter, and pulls the pipe out, and she just goes flying down, you know, the ele- wild elevator ride, but... uh. It just goes. Yeah, like forever. Just deep. And now this is the one thing I didn't understand. Sybil fucked all of them up, but as soon as Rose was on the elevator and gone, she just gave up. She like she just stood there and just took a beating. She did her good. I don't know. Like, I, I got why didn't she continue to fight? You know what I mean? Like, I got fucking nothing. Like she literally just kind of stood there and took an ass whooping by. Th- Four people she got this beaten place. down with pipes. Yeah, and she's all bloodied or whatever. Um, back to Rose. So yeah, Rose is arriving at the very fucking bottom, um, and now she's just running around with these memorized directions that she's got in her head as best as she can. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's this group of horrifyingly sexy nurses. With no faces. With no faces. Well, I mean, faces maybe, but they're all wrapped up, so we wouldn't really know. It's true. Wrapped up in, like, a gauze. Um, And then, yeah, short nurse skirts, but they're just a crowd of them standing in this hallway. Not moving. At all. She shines the light. A little bit of twitching. A little bit of twitching. And then they start all kind of moving forward in twitchy unison. It's like... Stop go motion. Some kind of like thriller dance shit. Yeah, like really bad robots. But it also looks kind of creepy, really and, good and creepy yeah. too. At the no, same it's time, good. Yeah, it's it's, good. it's really badass. But goddamn, they're they're freaky. So she takes the light off of them, and then they stop moving. So okay. Well, if this is gonna be how it's, how it is, great. This this will be easy. I just shut my light off, and I'll just squirm through them in the dark. So she starts to make her way through this group of horrifyingly sexy nurses in the dark without her flashlight, obviously. And uh, as she makes her way past many of them, they they tweak and they twinge and they sniff and they smell. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they have all sorts of strange motions that they plunge in her direction. But none of them are touching her. None of them are getting aggressive until all of a sudden they do. <laughs> just shit just suddenly goes sour. I think it's like one it's like one nurse bumps another nurse or whatever and then they just kind of start going like slashing each other's throats and stabbing. Yeah, it's it's a no no holds barred like yeah. all on all kind of thing. So she gets out of this nurse fucking razor wire basically. Hauls some serious ass through a door and then she sets the light down to draw the nurses away. Doesn't she? Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Th- just she gets through the door and a bright light appears. Oh, gotcha. Because that's when you go into the Alessa explanation. Yep. Uh, it's like, hey, you made it. You'll probably be, be a little bit better at this part than I will. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Uh, so I'm, yeah, it's just like a bright white light kind of screen. <clears throat> You're not really seeing anything move. Just just bright white light, and you start to hear this little girl's voice, and uh, it's like you made it. Yeah. Congrats. Oh, my God. You followed my clues. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did such, did a, good such job. a good job of following the clues You're I left for you. You're um, a Yeah, and she just kind of goes into this, you know, story of what happened. She's like, I was like, oh, no, Sharon was like, uh, Rose goes, what did I do for this? You chose Sharon. You picked Sharon. That's why. Um, well, th- we should probably talk about Alessa a little bit, That a little more detail on that whole thing. Oh wait! Oh sorry. No, I thought this was how it led into it. And sorry, my bad. That that's once we actually get out of the white light. Part. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because this- because during this part we're also seeing like like an old timey crackly footage footage yeah, reel on the screen. Reel. Like it's clearly not intended to be like we're in this moment. It's yeah. like you're watching a film kind of thing. Yep. And so you're getting the story about how. She she was a fatherless girl and yeah. in this super religious town that makes her sin, you know, she's yeah. an outcast. Nobody wanted her around. Everybody just constantly gave her shit. She was born a witch, witch of sin, you know. Yep. She's just a bad fucking person. And then one day she even got raped in the bathroom by, by Colin. Colin that we met earlier and uh it pretty much went, you know, unpunished. From, from what it seemed with. that was uh after she did it, they just blamed the fact that she was the, you know, she was She's born. Of, yeah, she yeah. was born of sin. Um, so Christabella, who happened to be the, like the head nurse of the, uh, the head uh, nun of this school, I think she was the school. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, um, well, to do this, you know, because of this, we can help your daughter. But if we can, you know, there's the way we can help her. Yeah. To cleanse her. And... You know, uh, what God, why can't I think? Uh, Dahlia's like, yeah, you know, she basically says, yeah, okay, that works. Um, and they take Alyssa to this hotel. And as they're leaving here, they're like, ah, you have to stay here. We can fix her, not yeah, you. Yeah. So they leave Dahlia out and they take uh, Alyssa into this room, which happens to be that burn room where, you know, she previously, she, uh, Rose saw Alessa saying, oh, look, I'm burning. And they hook her up, and there's this fucking big secret society ritual. Like, this isn't even part of the church thing. This is hidden. Totally, totally creepy shit. Yeah. They fucking strap her up and just light this shit. These dudes are having key parties, probably fucking around a pig roast. Like, just just weird shit. Um, Yeah, so they fucking burn her alive, and... uh, Dahlia ends up running to get help, but she was too late. And through the voice, you know, they realize that's why Dahlia never was taken is because she still loves her mom. Her mom was there for her, and she tried to help. She thought she was doing the right thing, realized that she fucked up and got police to come help. But it all backfires, and Alessa ends up living. Yep. They get her to the hospital. She's she's you know she's slashed up. She's burnt to a fucking crisp. Yeah, because when they're they're burning her, the uh, one of the hinges on the chain breaks, mm-hmm. and she starts banging around and knocks the thing over. And I think that there's a little bit of a fire that starts there. Uh, whatever, so, something knocks a bunch of coals into a drape, and the drape starts on fire and spreads from there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's her swinging her, her the, the her, rack that oh, she's the rack on. That she's on right. It's swinging and knocks her knocks everything over. Um, yeah, 
And that's when you see Gucci run in with uh, Dahlia and a bunch of other police officers. And he runs up and he just tries to grab Alessa, who is literally a charred remain. Like she's got her skin is cracked and huge. She looks like like seventy five pieces of blackened salmon put together, <laughs> like black on you know it's charred skin <laughs> and then black on top. Yeah, because like there's big gashes that you see, like her skin was just busted open from crackling. Um, so yeah, he runs up and tries to grab her right away. It burns the fuck out of his hands on the shackles on her wrist, like just to show how fucking hot it is. If you needed anything else, mm-hmm. um, and Alyssa's like, or yeah, Alyssa's telling him. But then she was put in, you know, she's in this contain, uh, this containment unit basically, because her her body's one open source, so the risk of infection. Um, and everything is just super intense, like mm-hmm. super high up there. So she's in this little bubble and she's like, and then her mother couldn't even come around anymore. And it's, uh, she couldn't bear what, she, what happened. Um, and then she's like, Alyssa was so alone and so scared and she hurt so bad that she hurt someone when she didn't mean to. Yeah. The, the quote was that eventually her pain grew into hatred. Yeah. And her hatred changed the world. Yep. Um, She's like, she hurt someone she didn't mean to because it's this nurse. Uh, she's looking through the window, and Alyssa's just staring at her. And all of a sudden, the nurse just runs away, mm-hmm. like, whatever. And then she's like, well, I heard her cries. Uh, the This voice is telling her, I heard Alyssa, and I heard her pain, and I told her that I can make the pain go away, and I can make them feel her her darkest nightmares Fall into the darkest dream. Yeah, okay. Fall into your darkest dream, excuse me. Sorry, yep. There you go. I actually took that quote. This is the only reason I bothered to even correct you. If I hadn't written it down, I wouldn't have even bothered. (laughs) Um, And then on the other side of that containment unit, you see the... the, the, I think she calls herself the Reaper. She's like, I'm the Reaper. Mm -hmm. Uh, Puts her hand up on the other side of the... uh, the containment unit thing and then Alyssa lifts her bloodied hand and puts it there and then it just morphs into it and that kind of just cuts. We get that same effect that we got earlier when Colin touched the wall. Yeah, like she morphs into what not. It's it's a little different but it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Slight it's very differences. Similar. Yeah, but not enough to whatever. Um let's see. So yeah, that's kind of it. Uh then it goes back to Sharon, or sorry, Rose and Alessa sitting there talking <clears throat> in real life again. And she's like, um, yeah, you chose, uh, you chose Sharon. So this is why we need you to help. Cause they're going to find her. Christabella will find her and they're going to try to burn her. So, like, why me? so then Rose is like, well, then who are you? I'm the Reaper. And she's the dark, the darkness of, um, Alessa, yep. the the dark part of Alessa, and then Sharon is the the kind, the happy, the light. Yep. You know the positive parts of Alessa, which is a bit odd. They don't really explain that part at no. all, which I didn't. I wish I would have gotten a little more detail on that. Like, okay, so suddenly we've got Horcruxes in the game. Yeah. Like I didn't know that. I thought that was a Harry Potter thing, and now we just, you know, we just got different people running around as uh, Horcruxes. I don't. No, 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 right. no. It was a Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, okay. That's what <laughs> that Sauron started it. Oh, my bad. The ring. Come on. <laughs> That's a Horcrux. That's 
his soul. I didn't like, fucking know that. Have you ever watched Lord of the Rings? I mean, when I was like 10. That's why he wants his ring back. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I watched the movies once each time oh. as they came out, and I was young and didn't care and appreciate them. I was like, oh, orcs, that's a cool battle. This reminds me of uh, Warcraft. That's the best I had at that time. Um, Take it away, Petey. What am I taking? Good, um, bad. Alyssa's the thing. They morph into their uh, chest. Sh- shoot. Okay, so Alyssa's just like, I want my revenge. And yeah, we want her satisfaction. Well, satisfaction, revenge, it's the same thing. That's what they thing. say, though. Oh, my God. She needs to be satisfied. She needs to be sated. Satisfying. Old girl. Jesus! You can't <laughs> say that on air. <laughs> well, we're not necessarily on we're air. We're on air. Okay, we're kind of. All right. Bitch. Disregard. I mean, boop. I'll just shift that boop. back a few seconds. Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, no, the revenge. Uh, but she can't get herself because, like, their faith, it, it, it blocks her. Like, straight up, just like they think, and those crazy fucks, it's working. Um, their faith in whatever strange religion they have keeps Alessa at bay. So... All she needs is for Dear Rose to run all up in that song, bitch, and speak some truths. Uh-huh. Just let her preach. Yep. S- say it. Say it, Dirty Rose. Say it. Lay it on me. Um, Real thick, like. So after they're morphed. So yeah, then uh, Alessa morphs into the chest of Rose. Yep. And then it Dark just, Alessa, not burnt yeah. up crispy fried Alessa over there on the table. And then it kind of uh, cut. Oh, and then uh, before they leave that area, before it pans over, you see the nurse that Alessa originally hurt on accident. She didn't mean to. Uh, she's sitting there just crying, and her eyes are like like she got bleach or something in them. You know, they're uh, they're fucking all whited out, and it's just, she's just bawling. Like she looks normal, but she's just sitting there, except for her eyes are all fucked. Her face is screwed. Um, she can't see shit. But yeah, then it cuts over to a bed in this uh, in a different room. It's all gray. You find out it's Dirt Woman's house, and Dirt Woman. It's uh, Dirt Sharon who she's sleeping in this bed, and the door gets kicked in, and she quick like gets up in plain sight and hides. And these dudes storm in with gas masks. She they're searching. She hides again, and then. Dahlia runs out. She's like, the child is mine. She's mine. And uh, you won't take her. And, oh, Christabel is there, too. And uh, long story short, they take her. They take Sharon again. They get her. Mm. And uh, Them bastards. Yeah. Shows them walk into their church again. We have a cut there to Gucci. Do we? Yeah. Gucci drops Chris off at his car. Oh, yep. And gives him a little bit of a pep talk of sorts. Kind of tells him about Sybil, what he did or what she did, you know, with the kid um, and the three days. Because he's like, um, what does he say? Well, I think uh, I think Chris sort of questions Sybil or some shit like that, like her, her oh, validity well, or whatever. He's like, integrity. He's like, I, I know there's more you're not telling me. And I want, I just don't think you guys are doing what you right. can. Maybe I'll come back with. Uh, um, some people who I'll be, or he goes, I'll be back with people who know what they're doing. 
He basically tells that whole child in the mine shaft story in order to give him some himself and yeah. Officer Sybil some sort of credibility. Yeah, he's like, you know, we we know how to this handle this. This disproves your bullshit. Yeah, but Come it trails. And so now that's all sewn up, like a big old butthole in California. Uh, we run right back to Christabella, mm-hmm. and uh, she's got Sharon, and Dahlia, and the cap. Yep. And they all motherfucking tied up. Is Dahlia tied ways. up? Actually, no, I don't think she is. I think she's just being detained by the people, yeah. actually. Um, um, yeah. And then the officer is tied up on uh, not necessarily a, a crucifix, per se, but she's, a ladder. she's up off the ground. You know, She's also on a ladder? Well, it's like, yeah, the, the cop. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was on some sort of different structure. Than, no, it's than still like, technically uh, they're they're both there's two ladders over this big fire pit. Okay, fair enough. Oh, you're you're right. It is a ladder. Never mind. So yeah, it, essentially, yeah, it does just look like a ladder, and she's just tied to that. Um, and then Alessa is not actually tied up yet. She, she's being held. She's also being held. Dahlia is just laying on the ground. Oh. And uh, okay, so now that that's all squared away, because I fucked that up pretty hard the first time. Um, they get it, they get the fire going and they just start lowering the cop down. On yep, it. she. Gets I mean, there's a bunch of talking and you know, we're righteous and fuck burn the witch and all that good shit. But I mean, long story short, it just cuts to fucking burning the cop. Yep, she burns. That's it. They lower over the fire. She turns crispy dark and just. They kind of <laughs> they kind of cut the scene a little bit, um, as they uh they string Sharon up mm. on the other ladder. And so now she's all tied up. And who, of course, pops in? Rose. Rosita! And all she says Look is... Look at your sexy titties, girl. This is how she enters. It'll be okay. Mommy's here. It's going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. you can just guarantee that? Just, like... It's a callback to earlier in the movie. <laughs> Duh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. And then she just starts going off. Yeah, she goes on this big fucking rant about how... You know, you just burn everything that you can, or you think that's how you, you know, burn everything you don't understand, burn me, you know, whatever. You guys Label them are witches. damned. You you think you're going to survive, but you're already damned. Like, there's no apocalypse. You've brought this on yourself. You all fucking suck. <laughs> um, you all fucking suck. Well, that's what it is. Like, you, it bur- is. you darken mean, the heart true. of an innocent, so you'll be forever damned. Just hearing like, it put so bluntly is funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, she walks up, gets right up in Christabella's face, and calls her, uh, calls out their religion and everything like that. And. Christabella doesn't like that, pulls a fucking knife out and stabs her right in the heart. Like, Pork wh- choice. Boom, stabs her and just drops the knife. She goes, huh, uh, shit, uh, she was a blasphemer. Yep, no, she, it was, it was coming right for us. Like, it, you, you guys saw it. I didn't do anything wrong. I needed to do that. I was defending myself. She was threatening our fucking culture, our way of life, our religion. Yep. You know? <laughs> and a drop of just blood. Just squabbling. And yeah, she's, she drops the knife on the ground right away. And, and gra- which there's already a, a kind of a pool of blood on the floor. And then, like, the one final drop that broke the camel's back, you know, yeah. drips off the blade onto the and floor. Just, and then just... And then the darkness enters the church. Ooh, shit ramps dun 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 The ceilings start melting and all that stuff. Sharon's coughing and gu- uh, gushing blood now from her neck, but it's not really her blood. It's Alessa, the dark half that's... uh. Get purging out and she ends up healing right away. Yep. 
Um, yeah, so now there's just this black fluid that's leaked out of Rose, and her wound is good. So now she really does look like a witch. At the uh, the burn pit, that kind of falls away, and uh, that goes down at what you assume is either into hell or into these coal shafts. I always think assume it's the coal it's, shafts. Yeah, it's got to be the coal shafts, which essentially symbolizes hell anyway yeah, in this scenario. It's just so. burning underneath. Um, the lake of fire, they even reference it yeah. in the... Uh, movie a couple of times they um all, then you know you see barbed wire and stuff start coming up you see the dark alessa crawling up the stairs and burned alessa being lifted up by these barbed wire snake tendrils like, by a cracking of barbed wire yeah like she just gets lifted right the fuck up and everyone starts running towards the door except for Clearly, a less uh, sorry Sharon and uh, Bella, because she doesn't run. She Dahlia, she, oh Christabella, yeah, Christabella yeah. doesn't run. Yeah, it's true. She's just like oh, oh, oh she's fuck. yeah, she's baffled and just totally taken aback at the whole thing. Barbed wire grabs her and oh, it does it right does the up. Evil Dead shit to her, man. Like the tree it's brutal. Like it right, drawn quarter basically first. You know, she's they got her by the legs and the ankles. Yeah, well, by the ankles they, and the wrists. First they have her by the wrists and they have her by the ankles, but her legs are still together. And she goes, Oh Lord, Bob, please give me the strength to stay pure. And then when she says that, legs split wide open, guess what? Like five razor like barbed wire fucking things just go straight up her cooter. Just uh, I was eating pizza rolls when I, I was watching this, like Glad I'm not eating anything more. Like this is kind of mm. I don't spaghetti would be the wrong choice, right? Oh now. yeah, definitely. Definitely the wrong choice. Um, yeah, so she gets cut in half. Basically, pulls her puss out, and then like it goes straight up in, and then like comes back out of her mouth, her neck, her chest, her back, her eyes, everything, and then just tears her into two pieces. Yep. I mean, sh- her ass is done. She's done. So that's the end of that. Uh, Dark Alessa. It has officially made it to the top now. Um, and Dahlia asks Alessa. Oh, while she's doing that, um, she's dancing in the blood that's falling from Christabella. Oh, yeah, yeah, she is. And uh, Dahlia's like, what have you become? Straight up. Like, yeah. wh- how, what happened to you? Why? How'd you become this way? Right. Meanwhile, like she's killing all these people that are trying to oh, flee yeah. with more of these barbed wire tendrils. Oh, yeah, they're grabbing them, just hanging them up, just slicing them. <laughs> And it shows Dahlia, uh, Dahlia walking, you know, through the center of this church barefoot, and it's just there's chunks of flesh and blood <laughs> everywhere. Oh, fuck yeah, dude, it's brutal. Um, Rose climbs up the ladder or climbs up the stairs to uh, untie good old little Sharon. Yep, and there's two guys left up there: the Igor-looking motherfucker and this other guy. <laughs> the first, the other guy gets uh, taken first. Um, straight up he just gets grabbed just ripped away like in pieces and then the Igor guy kind of like makes a move towards her to run and all of a sudden he is a cocoon of barbed wire (laughs) and just purified like pureed sorry instantly just he's ghoul mystified one might even say get out Get out! <laughs> um, yeah, no. So Dark Alyssa clearly protecting her light side. Yeah, there, you know. But yeah, making so they had a deal essentially. Um, so yeah, now Rose has her daughter. Not well, her daughter in quotes, I guess. Air quotes on a podcast works real good. Um, 
And she's holding, she's like, just close your eyes, baby. Just just keep your eyes closed, close your eyes. Everything's going to be fine, you know, that shit again. Um, and the next time the eyes are open, there's a fade. Or like she she opens her eyes a little bit because like uh, Rose has like her hands over her face a little bit, but there's like yeah space between the fingers. Yeah, and then uh, she opens her eyes a little bit, and then we get like the scene fades. Yeah, she opens her eyes as right as Dark Alessa's right there looking at her, like yeah, like peering in, yeah. cocked headed like a curious puppy. So that fades, uh, and then of course we come <laughs> back into light, and they're still okay. Uh, and Dolly is still alive down on the floor there. Yep. And they have this. Uh, she's like, "Why? Why me? Why did I live? Why? Why do I have to keep living in this hell?" Yeah. Because like clearly she could have done without. Yeah. You know? This has been her own personal hell already for a long time. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and and you know Rose comes around with the whole, well you know you're her mom, you're her mother. She's not mother's, gonna kill her own mother. Yeah, mother is God in the eyes of a child. Yeah. Which is, when does that happen? Sybil says that right before uh, they leave the church after getting there to go find, uh, go to the hospital. Yeah, it she's is like, a callback. I just couldn't remember yeah. to what point. She's like, Sybil says, uh, or Rose is telling Sybil at the time, she's like, you know, if you don't want to do this, I understand. Mm, right. I don't expect you to, but I have to find my daughter. She's not, uh, she's adopted but I knew she was my daughter. She's my daughter the second I laid eyes on her. So it was like, oh, lucky to. Ha- uh, she's lucky to have you. Mother's God in the eyes of a child. So, yeah, that was that. Legit, legit. Uh, so now they head back towards the car. That that being Sharon and Alyssa. Or, the, excuse me, Sharon and Rose. Yep, get in the car, start driving. It's still ashy though. Ashy as fuck. Still got oh. elbows up in this bitch. Just elbows everywhere. Just a and sea of elbows. They start ashy driving home. And it cuts to Chris, who's getting home. Yep. Well, she calls him Yeah. Uh, while they're still leaving. She's like, hey, you know, we made it out. I found her. Everything's okay. We're on our way. Uh, see you soon. I love you. Bye. And uh, that's when we cut to Chris. Get a little bit of him. Yeah. See, see that he just, never gets... He's just going through the house, like, yeah. just doing his thing, showering, just kind of trying to relax a little bit. He ends up laying down on the couch, takes a nap, and then... Meanwhile, the two worlds still look very different. Yep, his is bright, sunny, clear weather. And theirs Theirs is still foggy and... and Ashy and... Dark. Yeah. Uh, They end up... uh, Rose and Sharon end up making it to the house, park it, and they go inside. But... His car's not there. Chris's car's not there. Um, what is it? They walk inside, and they don't see him on the couch. They, they they just keep walking around, and as they're walking, Chris wakes up because he's like like he noticed something, and he looks, and the front door's wide open. And he goes over and investigates, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" That's and. That's it. End of the movie. That's it. That's it. That's for Boom. So what do you think of the ending there? Uh, it was very confusing. Yeah, Nicole I read... and I felt the same exact way. We were like, what the fuck? Okay, so I read a couple things online about it. We did it. the same thing. We and had to. Yeah. What it is is what uh, one of the theories is uh, because Alessa has never had um, 
any positive experience with a, a male, you know, overseer or whatever, or male protector or whatever like that, like with Colin and her dad and all that stuff mm-hmm. being the reasons she's what that's what happened to her. Um, they never left. Like she didn't op- let them legit leave Silent yeah, Hill, yeah. so they're still stuck in the nightmare because, not in in a sense, they're stuck in the nightmare of, of that power, but they're um, they're just peace. It's just the two of them, just because she wanted to be with her mom. She wants her mom, so they're sitting with their mom and doing their thing because they don't know it. She doesn't know anything else. It's essentially limbo, is yeah. it not? I mean, they, I think they even reference it during one of the, the speeches that you're, you're all, it's when she busts in. You're, you're yeah. all stuck in your own personal limbo right yeah. here. Like this is, and I think that's essentially what this is meant to represent is that they are sort of just in this in-between Once you're there, you can't world. get free, free. You'll just be. It's just next door yep. from us. But. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. That, and that does seem pretty close to to what I think would be right as well. Yeah. I mean, it, that was along the lines of the same theories that I was reading that I agreed most with. I mean, there are some other ones that I was like, nah, that's small bullshit. Yeah, no. But like that, that, that pretty much aligns with exactly what I feel like it was the likely intended ending. Yeah. One that, that, that is fitting, you know, it makes you feel you know, they're, like, they're okay. Dead. Yeah. They're essentially dead. Yep. Which is like, fuck. But... Whatever. I don't know. It is. It's a weird ending. I it gotta is. give it that. It's. I want him to do the series again and just do it a little better. You All know right. What I mean? I'd like to see it done with just a little more money behind it. Yeah, a little more money. And as I mean, I never played the games, but I'm assuming it's very similar to the game, like almost a shot for shot. That'd be. I'm sure it's pretty damn close. I'm sure it's pretty clearly decent. better graphics. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Still a solid flick. So, we'll get to the breakdown then. Okay. I'm going to make a breakdown intro. Okay. Like a a drop. Yeah. Breakdown. (laughs) Double kill. Overkill. Running riot. Cactus rape. Holy shit. That really ramped up. So, setting. Setting. Is the first one. Let's go for it. Full. Seems perfect. Yep, there's no there's no question. The setting, and even, like, they did a, such a good job of making this place seem horrible and original at the same time. Like Everything seems super soothing. It was perfect. It was a well-built ghost town. I like how they managed to cut it off from the rest of the world in this limbo sort of yeah. in between world where everything, you know, there's just cliff drop offs and this darkness controls whether or not you can leave or come in or do any of that shit. I, I like that. Yep. And then the whole like, you know, dark separation between, you know, or the darkness separating them and then Chris being in the light, you know, the, you, the sunlight world. It's a very cool comparison. I like just- that. Showing shit's wrong. Cool visual dichotomies, all yeah. that good stuff. I, I, everything was fucking spot on, in my opinion, on that one. Oh yeah. Not to mention the fact that they used so many throwbacks to the actual game itself, like, instead of trying to make it their own sort of thing. They did really good at. I mean, not necessarily stories. I can't really comment on that as much, but at least visually speaking, it looks very true to that original game. Oh yeah. Uh, casting. I mean, I couldn't. I had no problems with any of the casts. So, 
Um, I don't see any issues with it either. Nope. I mean, everything seemed pretty spot on there. The girl, children typically aren't great actors anyway, so you no. can't really take from her too much on that. No. And I she mean, only has a couple of weird spots again in the first half. When she goes to Creepy Alessa, boom. If, if anything with the casting, my problem would be just some of the dialogue is just unnecessary or could have been done better. But that's, that's not anything to do with the casting. No, it's just that's in a way it'll just one of those things that it'll, it'll make a character be annoying or just, you know, seem flawed. But yeah, no, the casting, I really don't have a whole lot to go I'd say it wasn't it wasn't blowing me away, no, but it, but it, it certainly it, wasn't a bad. I mean, no, I, there's I, I honestly have no complaints about it. So that'll probably get a one star for me on on that one. Um, and then after that, we've got the cinematography again. Um, we kind of talked a lot about that with the setting, you know, a lot of the cinematography elements, just in how they did the the light dark dichotomy and how they managed to weasel in the all that CG without it necessarily being like blatantly there's, obvious for there's being a 2006 very few movie. scenes where you're like okay that's definitely CGI other than the obvious ones where it's like the ash babies are attacking her like um the roiling beetles or the fucking yeah. the, the things spreading over the wall in the entire yeah. room or the the fucking wallpaper falling off the super obvious shit yeah but like just the general town itself like you know there's a lot of that that CGI like and it, it was very minimal, and it was very good. Like I, I no complaints there really. Like none. Uh, the pictures were done. Like camera was, work was fantastic. The uh, soundtrack I like. I like the creepy. P- I always love piano. <sighs> they crushed the soundtrack, dude. I loved the music in this. It oh, was yeah. so soothing, including the little ring of fire. Yeah, I listened to a couple of the tracks actually, even on YouTube, just because I was like, I want to check some of that shit out. Like, and it it's just groovy. Oh just, yeah, it's really good. It's a good score. Um, so I gotta give them solid props on cinematography. I'm giving them both stars yeah. on that one. They did a great fucking job. Yep. Um, plot, it's there. I it's, mean, it's there. It, the movie does not do a great job of explaining the what about it. You know what I mean? Like. It just needed a little bit more polishing on that, but it's definitely still good. It, it leaves a lot up to the imagination. Yeah, like you, you have to fill, fill yourself in a lot in. of bank, uh, blanks. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to discuss yeah, besides I mean, that. It's just it's there's a lot of guessing and trying to figure out yourself with not like any good. I don't know instruction maybe, yeah, it, but it's still good. Um. They just don't lead you the whole way. Much yeah. like the game, they don't lead you very well. Um, originality? Then, of uh, yeah, of course, originality. I mean, based off since it's based off a game, then the game is original. Like, the car- the uh, the villains in this, everything, I, I don't have any complaints for the originality. Like, I think that's top-notch. Uh, I have to agree. I mean, despite the fact that it's taken from a game, uh, I... I I'd be fully willing to get it You don't see anything like this. Because the game itself is so unique. To, to Just to have that put into a, a cinematic universe doesn't make it a rip-off or anything. No. Like, you know? I, it's still it's, fully true to the original because it's the first publication of its of its form. You know, yeah. it, It's taken from the same vein of... Uh, the same canon. There we go. That's what yeah. I was looking for. And, and then just moving into a different stream of media. So I don't, yeah, I'm fully fine with giving it all the originality points yeah, because the no story complaints. itself is super unique. Though this again with the monsters and all that good shit, super unique, super original. You don't see anything like that in any other movie. So I gotta give them both points on that one as well. 
Um, so I'm gonna say that I'll give it two, four, six, seven, probably an eight. I was gonna say I'll give it a seven. Probably give it an eight. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. Like it was a good movie all around. Um, I'm going off my my simple, you know, five two points per each. Yeah. it's an eight for me. They didn't oh. let me down much. No, I mean a seven's really good score too. But and I they didn't have any crazy whoopses that I no. that I think deserve to take away from from their overall score either. Yeah, no, not really. I so. mean, if there were any, you could like call it a seven and a half for me. Yeah. you know, just because of some of the bad acting in it. You know, there's just there's just those shitty lines. You know, yeah, it's not even it like, it's not even their own fault. It's just the lines they were given and the situation they had to play it out in. That was just like that. Just that seems so forced. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Why? Well, uh, the old redundant. Shit! Shit! But yeah, no, seven for me. Seven and a half to eight for you. Rockin' ass movie. Now, yep. when you look into the follow up, don't be as high hoped. Yeah. You know what? I still think we should probably just watch it just to finish it because we can't start a series and not go. Yeah, we can. No, we can't. Yeah. Well, that means we could never do like uh, a Friday the 13th or something like that because that yeah. means that we would have like 12 fucking movies. We, we talked. We'd have, we'd have, we could, for those, what, okay, when it's anything more than a trilogy, yes, I understand that. But if it's less than a trilogy, just I. Do our movies? Yeah. I guess. Because I mean, I. Mean, feel like we we plan on doing halloween too right i'd be fine with that like i don't i don't think i own it but yeah i think it's on amazon yeah we can, but, we can get our hands yeah. on it that's fairly easy but i mean i feel like we gotta do at least make an attempt to do it even if we do a, a quick <laughs> shit movie you know what i mean like <laughs> right, right so i don't know yeah Second one's not that great, but I'll still do it. I'll still be done. It'll almost be a better show just talking so much shit about it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll have a new appreciation for it. Who knows? I wouldn't. Yeah. That face says it all. Uh, that's it for this 8mm dissection. I am signing the fuck out. Yep. And I think the hamster might be as well. I think oh, it's yeah. time for some kibbles and bits. I need to Is go to bed. Is that what you need? I'm going to go eat uh, cheese bread. Mm-hmm. I had poly eyes today. Not impressed. I hate that bullshit. It's not that good a pizza. Everyone's like, it's so good. And Danielle's like, it's good. I was like, well, let's go then. Yeah, it's all right. It's, I mean, I'm not paying $17 for a pizza because there's... I still want to try Polito's. I do. I want to start... I still want to try Pyology too. And we're out. Bye. And that about sews it up for this week, folks. I told you it was a good ending. I mean, Christ, all the barbed wire split drawn and quarter in that bitch. It's it's pretty fucking gnar. Um, and it also, you know, <clears throat> it's just got a, a really interesting tone to it. Like, you expect a lot of movies with, you know, I guess a, a twist, I guess is what I could say here, is is you expect them at the end to just sort of throw something at you that you're not expecting. And, and this one sort of does that, but not in the traditional twist way. It sort of, it twists it so that at the end, you're just like, wait a second. You could, you could really take whatever happened in that last scene a good number of different ways. <clears throat> we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, just kind of what we think is the, the likely option, but, uh, that's definitely not the only one. Um, 
preparing for this episode, uh, my wife and I were actually looking into it because this is one of her favorite movies. And uh, we found a good few different theories and some of them more plausible than others. But most certainly there's there's some very uh, undeniable ideas out there that that this could have been this or it could have ended this way or this could have been part of this ending that they didn't even think about putting them together. And this it makes more sense than that. And blah, 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 blah. It's just fucking cool. I, I love movies that leave enough at the end where you can sort of make up your own ideas as to how it went beyond this of course they made a second movie um that one's revelations i don't know that we'll ever do it on here we may um it's just such a trash movie i mean this one again like it doesn't follow the lore great the characters are in there that shouldn't necessarily be in there i mean hell the main the first game is a male and not a female main character so right away straight out of the gate it's all fucked up So it it may not have been a spot-on jump with the first time around, but it was still really cool, interesting. Um, The acting was a little floppy at some points, but again, the whole thing was interesting enough that it kept you in in the movie, in the moment, every every step of the way, despite some of the poor acting and, and bad line deliveries. But the second one is just, it's so bonkers, and it just, it makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. So... Again, I don't. I don't know if we're gonna cover that, uh, but we may. Um, it does have some some cool visuals in it, uh, which is one of the biggest things from this movie as well. Is it's just got a lot of a really interesting visual stuff going on uh, that you don't. Again, it's something we talked about how the monsters are um, so unique for for this genre. I mean, when you see this genre, it's often just like a, a maniacal human of some variety that's just terrorizing things, or um, some really generic monster ripoff that's. I mean, clearly hearkening back to just classics like a werewolf, um, you know, um, monster from the Black Lagoon, that kind of shit. Like, it, you don't see stuff that's a hundred percent feels unique and and well thought out, and they want something that was their own. And this movie has that. So, if anything, the second one will be uh, worth it just for the visuals and, and the uniquities that come along with that. Um, but again, uh, we'll we'll cover that down the road. For now, let's cut this fucking episode off. I've babbled for far too long. Um, so the normal shit. Find us on Twitter at gents underscore inq. You can find us on Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash gents inq g e n t s i n q. Uh, we we've got an email address. You can hit us up on Gmail at gentlemen's inquiry at gmail.com. Um, find us on our normal homepage. Uh, I think we have comments on there set up. I'm not even entirely sure. Maybe I'll check on that. Uh, you can find us there though at Podbean gentlemen's inquiry uh, otherwise, I mean, if you're hearing this, you probably either know about that site or you know that we're on iTunes and Stitcher, so you can find us in those locations as well. Fucking spread the word, folks. Subscribe, rate, review, the whole fucking nine. Uh, we love it, especially when you give us a five-star text review. That's that's really the big one. Uh, it, it feels really nice getting feedback and, and um, some, some just positive shit. So <clears throat> have yourselves a good week, and uh, I'll see you next week with a three-man gentleman's inquiry. Mm-hmm. PD out.